Hello, Facebook. We're going to get weird today in our episode 161. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. We are at it again. Welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. We're going live on Facebook with this one. We're going to have a little fun today. We're going to get weird, I think. Where it is always good. So side note, uh, when I first started making music, my whole entire thing was like weird kids. So okay. like I have like a logo for it. I had um, I was going to do a clothing brand for it. So like I, I, I have a, a soft spot for the term weird. It's like this whole thing. It's like it's beautiful. I love weird. It, my daughter thinks uh, so she's at that stage in life where she's like figuring out herself. Right. And, uh, she, she thinks she likes to be the weird kid, but what she doesn't realize is she's just like every other preteen, basically. <laughs> you're just trying you're to unique. fit in. You're unique. Like everybody else. Yeah. Exactly. Someone said you're- that quote to me and I was like, dang, like, you're right. Like everybody wants to say that they're unique, but mm-hmm. honestly, are you like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to crush your dreams of being weird just yet. All right, guys. So this is going to be a very relaxed episode. We're just going to go through basically a state of the union with you guys. Um, we're, we've been through 160 episodes now. It's just insane to me, you know, and, and like doing three a week, like whenever I tell people that they're like, wow, how do you do that? You know? And I say, I got Orion. You need to get you one of those, <laughs> but you don't come cheap. Just saying, <laughs> but what we're doing is uh, we're doing three episodes a week. And uh, one of the things we're going to start doing more of, because so many of my episodes are with the guests is we're going to start doing more tactical episodes, you know, and then we're also going to start doing some reruns of the original, I would say 50 episodes. Cause there's some of the foundational stuff that I feel like if we've got any new listeners in the last couple of months, they really need to hear this stuff. So maybe like once every two weeks, we'll do a throwback episode. Uh, especially with the tactical stuff. Cause this is, this is stuff that you can actually use in your business. Like today, you know what I mean? And you can actually create, right. And so somebody had asked me before, they've kind of seen the documents that I create for my consulting clients. And they're like, man, they are so simple. You know what I mean? And they're on Google drive. Like I'm surprised you don't have them on some type of proprietary backend to where they can't alter anything. And if they have to alter something, they have to come to you. And so that, that's not the point of a sales program. You know, a sales program delivered needs to be editable, malleable, and uh, scalable. And that's the best way to do it, in, in, in my opinion. Everybody knows how to use Google Docs. If you know how to use Excel, you know how to use Google Sheets. If you know how to use uh, Acrobat, you know how to use the, I think it's like Lumio PDF or something like that. But anyways, the point is, is it's always editable and Again, shit you can actually use in your business. That's tactical, you know? And right. If you, you guys know me, I'm not typically the mindset guy. I do, I do have a talk on legacy, and uh, I, I love that talk. It's near and dear to my heart, but it's not my strong point. My strong point is giving you usable tactical information. So we're going to keep doing that uh, at least once a week, and then we're going to have more great guests for you. You know, I had been kind of relying on – the attraction law of attraction to bring me good guests. And, uh, it, it, it was, don't get me wrong. Like we get emails every week and I just forward them on to Ryan, uh, people that want to be on the show and everything. And, uh, I've gotten some really good guests that way, but I, I just recently put a post out in apex executives like, Hey, you know, I'm opening my podcast back up. I want you guys to jump on and like 10 different executives jumped on and all of them have insane sales and marketing experience operational experience. They run uh, seven, eight and nine figure companies. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm super excited about the list that we got. We've got some freaking ballers coming on the, on the, on the show. So I'm really excited about that. I think the marketing episodes are probably like my favorite because so far, none of them have been the exact same. Like marketing mm. is, is a beautiful thing to the point where you, you, you have to, you have to know yourself. You have to know your brand and mm-hmm. everybody's brand is so different that we've had on the show that when they talk about how they market, like uh, today, I guess it's, it's Friday, right? So today we had someone who was talking about, Hey, you gotta, you gotta talk to customers how they want to be talked to. Like if they want to message you on Facebook, then message them on Facebook. Why are you trying to oh, take Steve. the customers to somewhere else? Just stay where they're at already, <laughs> make it easier for them. And then that's how you, that's how you build it. And that goes with their brand. They're the accessible guys in, in uh, the, the freedom seeds market. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what Ryan's talking about is Steve Shabaker and he was on uh, our show. We actually released his episode this morning and he, he made a really good point. It was that you should cater to your customer. Basically you should have an avenue for them to message you on social media. You should have an avenue for them to text with you, for them to call you on the phone. If they're old school, you know, obviously him being in the gun market, you would immediately stereotype everybody to be old school, like stuck up, crusty, old white man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, right away, you would think that that would be his market, but that's just not true anymore. You know what I mean? There's lots of gun enthusiasts, all different colors and sizes and ages for sure. You know, I know that's one of the date nights that I want to put together for me and my wife is for us to go to the gun range and basically shoot some freedom seeds. <laughs> As Steve would say. So in Uvalde, my uh, my sister-in-law just took her sister there, right? And and the brother, they had a birthday recently. You can shoot a tank. So that's like right up the road. We might need to make a trip to go shoot a tank. I'm oh, that's saying. happening. That's just happening. <laughs> <laughs> that is happening. 100% happening. All right, guys. So that's what's going on with the podcast. Uh, if you don't know already, I just posted about it. About a day ago, you know, we were, we were, me and my wife were hanging out Easter weekend. We were at her family's ranch. We were really uh, enjoying her parents' RV, seeing all the RVs around, all the different features of them and everything. And uh, we did, we like enjoyed being out there and we were like, man, we, we don't go camping enough. You know what I mean? Cause when you do, you got to like load all the equipment in the back of the truck, the tents, the, the fire pit, all, all the cooking stuff and everything. And it is just, when you're not camping with an RV or a trailer, it's completely different, you know? And so uh, she was like, you know what? You haven't even moved your podcast trailer in like two months, which wasn't true. Okay. <laughs> we used it, but she was like, you're not using it. And you could easily trade that thing in for an RV. And I'm like, you know what? My kids are nine, 11 and 12. Like this is, one of the most beautiful ages where they're becoming their own people. They're shaping who they are. And pretty soon here in about two years, especially with my daughter, like I'm just not going to be cool anymore. <laughs> it's just the, the fact of the matter. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to want to hang out with me as much anymore, you know? So, you know, when I think about, okay, amazing content or some serious quality time with my family, I'm, I'm all about that. So, uh, we made the decision Easter weekend, like, hey, we're going to sell the podcast trailer and we're going to get an RV, no debt. You know what I mean? Cash money. Be good to go. Okay. Counter offer, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, at least you don't attack me. But I, like, I was just saying my wife might be watching this. You can get don't attack me. I know. Look, she knows where I work. So <laughs> that's scary. But load them all up into the podcast trailer. Did y'all think of that first? there's no beds in the podcast trailer are you kidding me okay so we know a guy his name is patrick i think he can make it (laughs) i think he can make it happen there's not enough space to put all that in that trailer man anyways all right so we we are selling the podcast trailer uh we're selling it for 25k i bought it for 30 uh, Patrick hooked it up with a super quiet AC after the fact. So it's probably worth like 32, 33. I'm selling it for 25 because I want to be able to take my family on some trips this summer. And uh, so if you guys know anyone that's interested in that, 
Uh, all you got to do is go on my Facebook page. You'll see the content from it everywhere. It, it produces amazing content. The lighting's amazing in there. And, um, you know, we got the TV in the background for whatever content you want to put up, graphics, all that good stuff. It's a badass trailer. So check out my post on Facebook if you are interested in that. Okay. So um, I've always been very forward about everything I'm going through in my businesses. So I wanted to kind of fill you guys in on that. And then if you're a coach, a consultant, if you've got, you know, service-based products, you know, I think you can pull something from this and what's, what's happening in our consulting business here. And so um, we're almost completely out of solar in AT&T. We've winded those organizations down. You know, I've got a few more reserves to pay out. I got a few more customers to pay out and uh, I got some customer service issues on the solar side. I got to deal with. So in, in, in winding down a business the right way you do every now and then you get that email and it's from a customer that's not happy, right? Especially in solar. There's so many things that can go wrong there. And it is most people's instinct to like, well, I don't have that business anymore. You know, I'm not getting paid for this anymore. So it may be tempting to just ignore that email. You know what I mean? Well, hell, they probably don't even have the domain name still active, right? And so I have it all pointing to me. So my my staff that I used to have on the solar side, my operations people, all their emails are pointing to me just in case. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's the the right way to do it. And I'm probably going to give it a full six months before I'm like, okay, I'm shutting all this down completely. But I wanted to make sure any clients that had any issues, like some are still having issues getting turned on by the utility and stuff like that. And the installer has a lot to do with that. So I can make the connection. I can make sure that they get taken care of. You know what I mean? I can hold all the parties accountable and everything. And so I think that's an important part. If you do wind down a division, a product that you're selling, whatever the case is, to make sure that you do it the right way. And so um, in doing that, we have been refocusing on our consulting business, right? And so where we're at right now is... We've gone through about eight or nine clients in 2023, and we're at, at the point where we're uploading everything to our back end, which is really exciting. I mean, this thing is cool as shit. And if you guys know Go, Go High Level, this is basic to you, but it's all new to me, so it's, it's exciting. So we're, we're white labeling basically all the, con- the training, the documents, the content, everything we create for our clients, we're white labeling it and uploading it to a backend that that they themselves and their salespeople can log into. And basically, when you look at an opportunity structure, um, you know, let's just say you, you're a rookie to start out and then you get promoted to trainer and then you get promoted to manager, right? The way this backend works is you log into it and depending on what your title is in the company, you get access to training that's specific for you. Right. And so it's an evolution of training documents or videos or scripts or whatever the case is for your different situation. So a salesperson coming in may get access to the script, the uh, uh, a video about the opportunity structure, the orientation, stuff like that. Whereas a trainer may get access to the train the trainer, you know, how to uh, open up an LLC 101, this different stuff that is obviously boring because we're losing viewers. So I'll stop talking about that. But the point is, I think it's cool. I'm a freaking nerd about this stuff. And so I'm excited that we uh, we were able to start showing that to some of our clients today and they're excited about it too as well. And so- I, I honestly uh, think that the people that we're losing are just at lunch because this is, this is actually really cool. Like, cause we uh, tried doing a whole, um, for when we had, we were the network. You remember those days? <laughs> we, yeah, we, had, we had the, the app. Yeah, yeah. So we had the app and we had like a, a back end uh, portal for training. And I mm-hmm. think this is this is going to look so much better. Like just looking at what we have going on there, the ease of access is just mm-hmm. phenomenal. So I'm pretty excited about it for our clients, to be honest. Yeah, because that was all linked out, you know. So it was basically a link to the document or a link to the video. And this is all housed within the software. So it's pretty cool. If you're a go high level nerd, you'll appreciate it. Um, all right. So all that being said, you know, I, I wanted to talk about this a little bit cause I did, I got a video from one of the consultants that we're bringing on today. And uh, the video was just about, you know, I'm, I'm here to research basically what does a consultant do? 
You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. And, and then, so it, it was obviously uh, satire making fun of consultants, right? And so uh, they went and interviewed someone that was a research assistant for a consulting company, and they couldn't answer the question, right? And this is all satire, right? And so they asked him, well, you know, what does a consultant actually do? And they did the whole like Jeopardy, like, and they couldn't respond. And, and they were like, oh, they go to meetings and the mainly meetings, they just go to meetings, right? And so it got me thinking like, you know, cause there's all different versions of this, right? There is the, you know, mentor, right? There is the coach, there is the consultant. And I think, oh, there's like the fractional, Okay. So, so in my mind, a mentor is someone that is not paid. Okay. If, if they're a paid mentor, then you're just paying for coaching because now there's an expectation, right? A, a mentor should be someone that I'm able to reach out to with a, with a very high level problem that can help me solve it. You know what I'm saying? Versus a coach, in my opinion, all right, has a schedule that we keep. You know what I'm saying? A mentor, I can text, I can reach out to whenever. If they're available, they're available. If they're not, too bad, right? Chances are they're a mentor for a reason. And so a coach, this is like, okay, I'm paying you. I expect you to be here at this time and be able to coach me on whatever issues I'm having and problem solving, right? And so that's mentor, coach, and then uh, fractional. We'll talk about fractional. So fractional is, in, in my opinion, one, it's overused, right? People are trying to automate fractional services. And in, in, in my mind, there's no such thing. Can't automate fractional services, all right? So can so, you break that down a little bit more? Yeah. So a, a, a lot of people call, or a, a lot of people are marketing fractional CFO, fractional CEO, fractional CMO. You know what I'm saying? So instead of being an agency, they're calling themselves a fractional CMO, Right. But in my mind, an executive is an executive, right? And so the, the first time I was introduced to a fractional executive was um, when I had one in my company. He was a fractional CFO, right? And this was probably back in 2015. The financial tra tra trajectory of my company was downhill. And so me and my partner brought in a fractional CFO, and we gave him a 4% equity and I think like a 50, 50K salary or something like that, right? And, uh, but we understood that he was working with four or five other companies. We understood his capacity, you know what I'm saying? And that was very outlined in the agreement, you know? And so basically we got one, one fourth, one fifth of a CFO, you know what I mean? Which is all we needed. We needed the high level conversations once a week, and then maybe some reporting work on the back end once a week, you know what I'm saying? And so, but the, the problem I'm seeing is a lot of people are setting up reporting and setting up systems and everything, but they're not showing up for what that business owner really needs, which is the advice, the direction. And then, and then also some management. Yeah. A fractional should be able to go in and say, Hey, to this department, like you guys aren't submitting your uh, reports on time or whatever the case is kind of dark over here. Reports on time, whatever the case is, like I need you to, to do this on time for this reason, whatever the case is. Some communication inside the company has to happen. You know what I mean? Um, so, so that, in my mind, is uh, a fractional, right? Basically, then, uh, like you should be doing the job even if you're not. Like when you're, when you're supposed to be there, mm -hmm. do what you're supposed to do, not just right. automate it and forget it. Yeah. Let it go. Like 100%. you're not AI, you're a person, and I expect a person to do my work that I'm asking you right. to do. Yeah, exactly. And then the, the capacity is agreed upon beforehand, you know what I'm saying? So that's important. But anyways, going on a consultant, you know, this is someone that has experience in the particular, I guess, uh, area that you need, you know, like, it, like in our case, it's used typically with sales programs. Right. And so, um, this is someone you bring in for a specific purpose. This isn't a general coach. You know what I'm saying? This isn't a mentor. You know, this isn't a, a fractional that's going to be with your company long-term, right? And so this is someone you bring in for a specific purpose. And like in, in our case, it's to build out their sales program, right? 
And then of course I do general business consulting too, but mainly my niche is sales programs, right? And so I think there's a few, a few versions of these consultants, right? There's the calls only consultant, jumps on calls, consults you, and then that's it. That ain't our version, right? The other version is the calls and after actions. So they jump on the call, they walk through your systems and everything, and then they send you a, a nice, pretty report, right? And then there's the, the third version, which I, I start to, uh, I guess, uh, I start to, uh, I don't know how to say it, assimilate. I start to relate to, right? There's the, so they do the calls, they do the after actions, they give accountability, right? They're following up, they're making sure that the tasks are done, whatever the case is, and then they have a team, okay? And that team enables them to, to take, you know, on $20, $30 an hour task and outsource that to their team, you know what I mean? And so that they're able to scale in those terms, right? And so that's, that's a version that I've, I, I relate to. And then there's the fourth version that has all of that and then the connections. So the connections are incredibly important. So in terms of, you know, I'm involved in a lot of mastermind groups. So I know that a lot of these people uh, need these connections. And, but here's the deal is not everybody is in these mastermind groups. Not everybody is part of the networks that I'm part of. So when they go after, say, something like an operating system for their business, you know, they, they may end up hiring somebody for 20 grand and not being happy with that work. Right. And so what, what that fourth version tries to do is work with certain partners, you know what I'm saying? And so over the last couple of months, I've been auditing people and working through their products and making sure that, cause I, I know what my clients need. I go in, I go for the sales program and I end up seeing that crap, they need operations. They don't have systems set up in place. They don't have reporting. You know what I mean? on their fulfillment process. They don't, they don't have a uh, customer service set up. They don't have their CRM in place. I mean, I can go on and on and on, right? And these are things that because I've been in business period for 13 years, I know about, right? But I may not be an expert in that, you know? And so I feel like I've found a few amazing partners now. And what I love about our relationship is they're completely okay with me bringing them a client and saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to be part of this process. This is part of the bigger picture that I'm consulting on here. And you guys are coming in for this specific thing. Right. So some of those, some of those partners that I've, I've brought in or they brought me into their business is Crusaders growth partners. Okay. And that is Matt Venema and Tom Bigley. And so if they see this, you guys are up for the FOC call out challenge right now, by the way, um, they know that they text me this morning about it. And, um, so what that is, and this is just a side note. I was just about to ask. I'm being <laughs> sidetracked here. And so Chris Zizzo started this FOC call out challenge, right? And he called out a few people to get it rolling. And so Kylo called me out and the, and the whole idea is, okay, we're part of this apex mastermind, right? And, and, and what happens in groups like this is, you know, people come in, they, they sell their product and that's all they do. Right. So he was calling people out to like, Hey, provide value, real, real value to the group. All right. So many people call value just a post or just talking about something. I mean, real tactical, usable value. Right. And so Kai posted a badass YouTube video he did on real estate investing, you know, cause he's a beast at that. Right. And then he, he challenged me. And so I, I actually posted my sales toolkit, which is a course that I sell for 300 bucks. I posted my sales toolkit in the uh, Apex uh, Entourage group. So 2,000 people got access to, the, to that for free. And so um, anyways, I called out Matt Venema and Tom Bigley to provide some value to the group. And so that should be coming out shortly. So look out for that. But they started a company called Crusaders Growth Partners, right? And this is a consulting company too. And this is the the abundance mindset that you need to have, you know, most, most entrepreneurs or business owners would have said, Oh, they do the same thing that I do. Like I need to like separate myself and not work with them and make sure my clients don't work with them, that kind of thing. So I can keep all my clients consulting budget for myself. You know what I'm saying? 
but what do I know? I know I have a niche and I'm very good at this certain thing, right? And so are they. So two of the products that we're going to be working together on is SOS and CRMs. So SOS is basically, if, if you know what EOS is, then you know what SOS is, right? And so it's an operating system for your business. And any of my clients have been through this and they've heard it from me a million times. You've got to have an operating system for your business, right? Whether it be Basecamp, um, some CRM tools have uh, operating systems within them, uh, management softwares. I use 90.io. I love 90.io. Uh, my whole team is on there and we have calls weekly, quarterly. And so that whole system, that whole process of identifying the annual goals, the quarterly goals, of uh, facilitating those meetings, you know what I mean? And pulling the, the to-dos out of the rocks, you know what I'm saying? And, and everything that you do in that system, they have a service for that to where they have uh, facilitators that can handle that for you. And it, it really is super detailed. I mean, this thing is like, I saw all the tasks on this and it was just insane to me what they're able to do. But so that's, that's one of them, SOS. And then the next one is the CRM piece. Obviously, building a sales program without a good CRM, I'm wasting my time. That's usually the first question I have in a discovery call. Besides my uh, questions that they book with, when I get on the call, I'm like, do you have a CRM? Because if you don't have a CRM, you're just leaving money on the table, 100%. Right, because just having one accountability and two, just that visibility of everything that's going on. Like mm -hmm. when we were using um, <clears throat> my favorite one, I forget what it's called right now. Mm, I forget, but it was what we were using like two years ago. Gemini? No. I'm going to remember it after we get off this call probably, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it had like, Hey, Where's, where's the recruiting coming from? We had our calls for that. We had mm -hmm. the, the percentage of people that like answered versus, oh, we just skipped the call, whatever the case might be. But having yeah. all of that um, in your face with a good CRM to where you can mm -hmm. see, oh, here's, here's where we're dropping the ball and where we can adjust. I think that, like you said, if you want any kind of volume, you need a good CRM easily. 100%. Yeah, so it's it, it's tough because CRMs are not cheap, right? The software itself, yes, is cheap. You can get a Go High Level subscription for like $200 a month, right? And, and build it out yourself. But if you have ever played with these things or tried to build them out, I mean, it's like, all right, I can, I can probably figure out how to do a tune-up on my truck. You know what I'm saying? But this guy can do it for 200 bucks in about 30 minutes, you know? So I'm going to go Salesforce. ahead and let him do that. Right. With Salesforce. That's, that's the one. Salesforce. Salesforce is amazing. Yeah. Salesforce is amazing and it's expensive as all get out. Right? <laughs> Very so, true. <laughs> and then, and then as expensive as it is, you still have to hire a freaking person to build it out for you. you yeah. It's like, ridiculous. <laughs> but, but once it it's badass. built out, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So um, anyways, so Tom is a freaking beast when it comes to CRMs. And uh, so I'm going to be partnering with him on the CRM piece. And we do, we work well together. You know, we were working on a potential client yesterday together. And uh, so he just made sense to add on to, to those services. So, um, all right, we got a comment. The sales training you do is amazing. I have done a lot of sales training in my short time. And man, Doug Mitchell is a badass sales coach. I'm glad I read that one. That's a great one to read. <laughs> the The toughest thing about StreamYard, and we got to work on this, is I can't see who it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to figure that out. <laughs> that doesn't sound like any one person, you know? Maybe maybe Zizzo? Maybe? I don't know. Um, I'll go find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So anyways, uh, so I, I have them as, as a partner in the consulting business now we're working together on some different clients and I'm excited about working with them. And you don't find guys like that without being part of the masterminds that we're a part of. Right. And so the, the second one that I've just recently partnered with is an actual client and we're on this call, right? We're on his discovery call and he slips up and mentions to me that he's got a VA company, right? 
And I start walking through this with him and everything that he offers with this company, you know, and I, I'm like, do you have a salesperson for this? Like, is it just you? You know what I mean? And then you have your whole operational team, a fulfillment team, but you don't have anybody pushing this, right? Everybody's just kind of coming to you for it. And, and I knew that because I had been sending him referrals, you know, but he, this was the first time I actually got walked through his whole system. And I was just like, this is not a regular VA company. You know what I mean? This is like, all right, this is a premium virtual staffing company is the way I see it. Okay. And, and, and here's the reason why. Okay. So what he's doing is he's bringing on, all right. So let's just say you want a CAD designer for your uh, bathroom and remodel company. Right. And this, this is no easy position to fill. Right. This is probably a sixty to $70,000 a year position. If you're doing high volume, it could be a six figure position an expense that you have to, to spend. And so let's say you want that. So he goes out and sources BAs that have experience in CAD design that have been doing it. And not only have experience, they have portfolios that they can send you to prove that they can do it. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, uh, they're onboarding them through his company, right? So you don't have to deal with any of that. They are, uh, running them through their internal SOPs, making sure that they're they're worth their weight. You know what I mean? And then they're delivering them and those SOPs to you. You know what I'm saying? That's Which a is, game changer. Yeah, it, it's it's massive because so many of these uh, companies do this and and they just del- deliver you a VA that is capable, but it's like, all right, where's the 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 manual for this position? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what that's what they really need. A lot of times that position's not created yet in their company. And so um I just got a reminder that I've got to jump on a client call in one minute. So we gotta hop off here, brother. I guess that's it for the solo episode today. We're gonna have to do a part two. And we're back. We are back. I jumped on the call with my client. It was like a extra, extra, extra call. And uh we had Anyways, turns out he didn't need a call. So (laughs) we were able to end that pretty quickly. Um, So I wanted to make sure I went over the rest of this stuff with you guys. And uh, we can patch this in at the end of the episode here. So, you know, I just went over the new partnerships that we've just started. And the, I guess, the expansion of our Genta Consulting yeah. So funny thing about that, Tom jumped on as we were getting off. So he might be coming back. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So um, I wanted to basically announce a few things that we've got going on with the company. And so one of the things I've realized is, you know, when I first started, you know, obviously I had a lot of initial demand, right? Once I announced that I was doing consulting full time, Literally, like, we had eight clients in, like, a week that signed up, right? And so the only offer I had was one-on-one consulting. And um, it's not cheap, you know what I'm saying? Because this is what I'm spending my full time doing now, right? And I'm consolidating 13 years of sales program building experience into 30 to 90 days for my clients. You know, and those are the main two packages, a 30-day package and a 90-day package, where 90 day was an intense build out of the sales program. And then 30 days was kind of like getting them started with some structures some systems and, and building that out. Right. And what I was finding is, is I was annexing a large group of business owners that weren't in that like seven to eight figure range. You know what I mean? Because of the price point of those packages, you know, and while that's fine, you know what I mean? It's fine just to work with clients that are in that price range. I mean, that's great and everything. That's, you know, in terms of my gross revenue, that's great. But in terms of the impact that I'm actually making, it's not enough, you know? And so over the past 30 days, I've been like trying to figure out, okay, how do I package this? How do I present this? How do I do this to where, you know, we can get building great sales teams out to more people and actually give them tactical systems, processes, and documents that they can use in order to enhance their sales program if they're willing to do some of the work themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and so 
Uh, I've put together a few programs that I think will be really good for this. And one of them is uh, building great sales teams. And as named by Ryan Brickyard, the building great sales teams Brickyard. I, this is why you guys need a Ryan. Like, <laughs> like we could have been spending years on this name, but Ryan came in and was like, you know what? Brickyard, drop the mic. I'm just saying. We haven't had anybody challenge it yet. If you have a challenge, put it in the comments. We won't weed it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it's a great name because what do I always say? You build sales teams. Uh, you, you, you build sales teams brick by brick, right? And you build them through the sales program, not through recruiting high-level salespeople. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, you can get some initial flash in the pan, success, numbers, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, if you're not built on a foundation, a strong foundation like brick, um, you're going to have issues with that. So Brickyard. So the Building Great Sales Teams Brickyard, this is a group that we're putting together. And uh, we're going to do weekly live calls in this group. And in each call, I'm going to be teaching something, maybe 20, 30 minutes of of teaching. And then we're going to open it up to Q&A and we're going to bring the group together. And it's obviously not just going to be me. It's going to be uh, experts within uh, the Building Great Sales Teams community that will be contributing to this group. And I'm going to bring in some of my uh, consultants that are also going to uh, be able to contribute as well. Right. And so this is uh, we're going to do the weekly live calls. It's going to be a private Facebook group that you're going to be able to go into and ask specific questions about your sales program. You know, I'm saying like, hey, I've got a new product that I'm, you know, I'm adding on solar to roofing. I'm adding on roofing to solar, whatever the case is. How would you guys recommend I do this? You know, and I am never short of recommendations for stuff like that because I've done it. It's not easy. And I definitely want to give you guys that experience. And if I haven't, then I know. 17 people that have, and I'm going to collectively give you their experience. You know what I'm saying? And so you're going to get access to the group, the weekly live calls. Um, and then more importantly, it's going to give you access to the building great sales teams course, which we are currently building right now. And so this is a big deal, right? This is almost like writing the book, you know, except it's, it's a digital course. And uh, so if you watch the sales toolkit, that we dropped in Apex Entourage, or if you're a client of mine and you've seen that training before, or if you've been to an event that I spoke at and we're at that training, that is very much how this is built, right? And so it's going to be a video explaining the concept, like a comp plan, right? You're going to, you're going to get a template of a comp plan that you can adjust for your company specifics. And I, and I have uh, roofing templates. I have uh, cable, internet, I have a lot of home service templates. I've got, you know, car wrap company templates, the clients that I've had already, high-end security, all these different templates that I can get out to you, or I can just give you the the, the basic building grade sales teams ones that are branded for that, and then you can adjust for your company. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's the actual document creation and, I guess, philosophy on video and understanding why we do things the way that we do them. And then it's the template so you can fill it out. So this is a, a done with you in a sense, do it yourself type deal. Right. And so that, that course, I was looking at pricing it from anywhere from 2000 to $2,500, right? We're compressing 13 years of sales program building experience into one course that is probably going to be, you know, three to five hours. Right. And so there's a lot of value there and I want to be competitive in the marketplace. You know, I know there's other people you can go to for sales training or for sales team building, whatever the case is. And so I was looking at pricing it around 2000 to 2,500. And then I was like, man, if I have this group set up, they're going to be spending 3,600 a year on this group. Right. And so why don't I just give them the course for free with this group? So that's coming out soon. And then, of course, we're going to throw in the sales toolkit in there as well. So Building Great Sales Teams Brickyard will be 300 a month. And that's going to be weekly live calls, the private group, as well as the Building Great Sales Teams course access, and then the sales toolkit. That is, hopefully, if me and Ryan can knock this out, we're going to get this done in the next two weeks and then launch in two weeks, which I'm 
incredibly excited about it because it's the first time I'm going to have a product that I can just send to someone, you know what I'm saying? And they can start executing on it right away. We don't have to have a discovery call. We don't have to sign a high level, you know, five figure engagement. We don't have to do all this stuff. It's like, Hey, I've got it for you here. Here you go. Start executing on it right now. If you have any issues, reach out to me. And that's incredibly, incredibly exciting for me. So um, I'm pumped about that. And then the last but not least piece that we're adjusting. And, we're, and, and I don't even think Ryan knows about this yet. <laughs> um, but for my clients that have engaged with me and that have done a 30 to 90 day engagement, um, I have been a big part of your company. And I do not take that lightly, right? And so what's happening is a lot of my clients that are ending their engagement with me are like, hey, I see what you've built here. I know it's going to grow. I know we're going to build on on it. You know what I'm saying? So how do I keep you on? You know, so this is a question that I've gotten a lot. And, you know, so the first answer was RevShare, right? And so for me working with another company long term, we'd look at, okay, you're at a million. You do two million next year. All right, my rev share is five to ten percent or something like that. So I, I get five to ten percent of the gross, and that's my rev share, right? And that's that's a really good way to do it because it's performance based, you know. But you know, I've mentioned this to a couple of clients and it it just hasn't they haven't been interested in it. It's tough the idea of like, hey, there's so many other things going on in my business that could affect this, that could give me that increase in sales. And I get that. I respect that. So you know, I kept walking through this and then I had a client reach out to me and said, Hey, we want to keep you on long-term. You know, obviously we know that you're not going to come work for us. You know what I mean? So then they brought up the idea of the, the fractional deal, which I talked about earlier. Right. And so that kind of planted that in my mind and I started putting together an offer for it. And in my mind, I was like, I don't want to be like every other fractional, fractional, fractional offer out there. Every other fractional CFO, CMO, bullshit offer that's out there. I want to come with some actual weight. And what do I mean by weight, right? And so obviously the offer that I have is we're going to do weekly calls. We're going to do the consulting call, right? But just like my engagements, I'm going to offer systems reporting in my team. And, and, and I feel like that's almost just as valuable as me. Cause my team does some cool ass shit. Y'all like we have a great team. Like do. not, not even, I'm not going to include myself in that. Like our, our oh, VAs are amazing. Um, one of these days we got to get Nico on the, on the podcast. Cause she's just like, she, she just it. kills it every single time. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Kathy, all of them. Yeah. They're amazing. So let, let me give you guys an idea of what my bring, my team brings to the table. Right. And so we, we had a consulting call with a client today. And so I'm, I'm going through the documents. I'm checking stuff out, making sure we're ready for it. And uh, I come across um, their press kit. So one of the things that I do for my clients, like if something's easy for my team to create and duplicate, then I'll, I'll, I'll throw that in my client's package, like a press kit. You know, I, I noticed a lot of my clients don't have press kits set up, right? And so I'm going in the press kit and uh, Anne on our team has created a press kit for this client. And it looks great. And then I, I'm looking through all the files and I see there's a cover for a podcast in there, right? And so we gave this client all of our SOPs, all of our systems and everything for our podcasts. And then, so I'm logging in and like no task was given, n- nothing. And there is a freaking sick ass podcast cover for my client in there. And I mean, it, he hit it on the nail. So Ryan had created this cover. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't give you the test, did I? I didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. And so he was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to create this for this client, you know? And, but, th- but that's what happens when you work with clients as closely is their business becomes a little bit of your baby too. You know what I'm saying? And so all that being said, Oh, and then on top of that, we, you know, I get on these looms and I just record exactly what I want. And I'm using old documents that I used to use in my business. Right. And I don't know how Kathy does it, but she takes this idea that I have and materializes it into a Google sheet. And the formulas that this girl is using is insane. She's connecting documents to other documents. She's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. 
It's freaking awesome. And so um, we get into this call center reporting, right? And if you do high volume recruiting, this, this stuff, you're going to geek out on this stuff, right? So like if you do high volume recruiting, you know that a phone call has to be made in order to increase your conversion rates from the candidate setting the appointment to showing up in the office, all right? If all you do is automate that, and I appreciate all you automation people out there, but you, if you want to increase that conversion rate, you've got to make a phone call, all right? People want to work for somewhere that they've talked to somebody. They don't trust uh, uh, automations quite yet, you know what I'm saying, to the point where they're going to come in more often than not versus talking to someone, okay? So my client, they have admin in each of their locations that make recruiting calls is what we call them, right? And so this call center report, it's a custom call center report just for them. And it shows them, okay, how many people are they calling? What's their conversion rate to uh, set an appointment? And what's their conversion rate to show up at the office? In long term, this call center report is built out to where you can start paying them commissions for their show rates when they get above a certain conversion rate. And so this is the type of stuff that we do for our clients, but my team can deliver these things. You know what I'm saying? Real freaking deliverables, you know? So when I was talking about those different levels of consultants on the previous video, that's what I meant um, or earlier in the podcast. And so um, that's kind of like the big deal. I would not offer me without my team because honestly, I couldn't do it without them straight up being honest. You know what I'm saying? I hate that kind of work. I cannot get behind the spreadsheet and start doing formulas. I can do it eventually, but it'll take me five times as long as it does Kathy. You know what I'm saying? So part of my fractional chief sales officer services is going to be, I'm going to offer my team for 10 hours a month as well. And these guys get done when most people do in one hour, they get it done in 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And so that's, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm taking on four clients for that. I already have two queued up that are uh, probably going to sign this week. So this year, I'm only going to take on four of those clients. And that's another big deal. Like, If you are going to get set up for a fractional service, make sure you ask them how many clients they have in that fractional service. Because I, I don't see how you can be a fractional executive and have more than five clients at that fractional level. I just don't see it. I'm sorry. You get spread too thin. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You know, when I had a fractional CFO, he he had us and maybe four or five of the clients. And he was expensive and and rightfully so. You know, he was probably making about three fifty a year at that point. You know what I'm saying? But that is a true fractional service. You think about it, all fractional is is dividing your hours, you know? And if you I mean, it's like everything else. If you spend, if you only spend five hours in a company a week because you've got twelve to sixteen other fractional clients, you're not making the best decisions for that company. I'm sorry, you're just not. You know what I'm saying? And so, look, and I understand it. Every business is different. As long as you're putting it out there from the get go, what your clients should expect of you, you can call it fractional if you want. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I I come from old school. The original fractional was a true. You know, they were spending one quarter or one fifth of their time in your company, which equates to eight to 10 hours a week. You know what I'm saying? And that makes a lot of sense to me because you can really get shit done in eight to 10 hours. I believe that, you know? And so um, that's kind of everything in a nutshell, I would say. Did I miss anything, Ryan? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think everything was covered. Yeah. I think... Uh, the other ideas that I have is I want to make a bigger impact at a local level. So if you are in San Antonio or in the Texas area, <laughs> we know that means like eight hours away sometimes if you're in El Paso. Um, but if you're in if you're in Texas, I'm going to start doing uh, small business meetups probably once a month. I would imagine uh, we have a lot of space here in our office. Yeah, I was and, just about to say that. I think I think having some people here at the office to hang out and maybe do lunch post it, post it on YouTube, have lunch with us. And, uh, yeah. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. I know, uh, Josh, um, oh my gosh, Josh, geez, what is Josh's last name? Josh, you guys know, Josh, he's doing the BYOB lunch. That went fantastic. 
I think that that idea he has is amazing. Of course, that's virtual. I want to do something uh, in person here in San Antonio. And so uh, who's uh, who's saying they would love to attend a meetup? Let's see. I'm going to refresh my Facebook over here. Ah, nothing. I got I swear, StreamYard, you need to show me who these people are. It's not fair. But anyways, all right, guys, I just wanted to give you all the State of the Union, fill you all in on all, all the things building great sales teams, Doug Mitchell and Ryan Wiggins and the team. And, uh, yeah, I would definitely look forward to meeting up with my fellow San Antonio Knights. <laughs> I guess we're going to go with San that. Antonians? <laughs> there you go. That, that, that makes more sense. See, Ryan, that's why I got you, brother. <laughs> Look, everybody needs a Ryan. I, I, I stand by it. If you do not have one, um, that, is, that is your loss, honestly. <laughs> All right, y'all need to get a Ryan on the payroll. All right. <laughs> I appreciate y'all tuning in, guys. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, definitely reach out. Please, as always, drop us a review. Give us a share. You know what I'm saying? We... We do this to provide value to you guys, as well as every now and then we pitch, right? So you got the full court press pitch today. After 160 episodes, you guys got a real pitch today, I would say. How many touches do you have to have? It's like seven? Something like that. I don't know. Uh, Rob Frederick. Rob Frederick, right? The uh, trust deposits. Trust deposits. Do y'all trust his us number yet? Was, yeah, his number was 10. You need to have 10 interactions with someone before you ask for the sale or ask for anything, right? So and 16 that, that, times over? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we did 10 trust deposits 16 times over, and that's just the podcast, right? That's not even Facebook or any of the speaking engagements. Anyways, we're just, we're just muttering on now. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a great one, and let's get building. All right, let's go. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. We really do appreciate it. As you know, we believe that great leaders build great teams. How do you become a great leader? You learn from the greats. Join us at the Million Dollar Mastermind put on by Ryan Stuman in Frisco, Texas, and learn everything that you need to learn to be that great leader. The link will be in the description below. As always, we ask that you like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts so you can stay up to date with the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. Let's get building.